Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Templeton Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by Mike Munsnyder and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite. This week on the show, Chico Brines and Toy Machine have us talking about growing old gracefully in skateboarding. And of course, we got to talk about Candyland, the latest production from Supreme and Bill Strobeck. Traditionally, skateboarding has been a young man's game, but as time goes on, pros who would have faded away have stuck around and continued to stoke us out. Most recently, it's been Chico Brines in his 7x7 part and his Instagram, and the Toy Machine montage featuring many of Toy's past pros like Matt Bennett and um, Ed Templeton, of course, Josh Harmony. Mike, are these guys growing old gracefully, or should they step aside and let the next generation get some shine? I'm going with that they're growing old gracefully, basically because they're all kind of hitting the mark that, like, they're, they're, they're meeting the bar, which is... You can stick around so long as you're skating. And I mean, Chico's been obviously skating a ton. He's all over the IG. That part was like four minutes long, barring its credits. And it was all, you know, actual stuff out in the streets. When you're looking at those toy machine guys, I think that all came as a pleasant surprise. Like, you haven't seen any Ed Templeton footage for a minute. All due respect, I hadn't thought of Austin Stevens in an even longer minute. And like, you know, Josh Harmony, Billy Marks, those dudes are all middle to late 30s. Like they had their pro careers like 15 years ago. And so, yeah, like I said, pleasant surprise to see those dudes. And like, you can't say any of them are milking it because there's the skating to back it up. You know, they're not as visible as they once were, but they're out there. And like, yeah, it's just the footage is the proof. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean... Toy Machine and their whole, like, branding isn't really in my wheelhouse, but, like, it was tight to see Ed skating again, especially since he, you know, broke his leg in such a fucking gnarly fashion. Uh was tight to see Deanna out there, too. Shout out Deanna Templeton. But, uh, yep. yeah, like, I'm not really a fan of the, like, releasing one part every three days format. Like, it just seems kind of calculated to increase engagement and clicks and all that shit, but... I mean, I guess that's, you know, the way it goes in a modern world today. Are all, are all those guys still on Toy Machine? Like Matt Bennett and Austin Stevens and shit? Like, are they technically still on? Or was it just like, yo, these are just some OGs or whatever? I'm not sure. I was wondering the same thing. I I could imagine Billy Marks might still be on. But, like, Matt yeah. Bennett is, like, like some team manager type person at Vans. Yeah. And, like, yeah, some of those other dudes have just kind of, like, faded away. Like, yeah, yeah no, like, like Mike said about... uh austin stevens like haven't heard that name in years yeah pretty sure like i googled austin stevens because i wanted to know how old he is the internet doesn't really know um but i think he had an interview that was like 2013 okay i'm I'm retiring and then like josh harmony he's uh i guess i'm not sure if he's been here recently but like he was living in the minneapolis twin cities suburban region the past couple of years and would like pop up at events and stuff. I mean, no offense to other pros living here, but that just strikes me as kind of like further outside the game than in. So I guess it goes back to that pleasant surprise factor. Like the dudes are probably more like extended family than team members right now. But I, I, I should add, I, I looked it up. The internet giveth and the internet sometimes doesn't. But uh, Matt Bennett, 33 years old so he's not that old he just seems older for whatever reason but that big spin bennett grind was dope that's the uh you, you thought it was dope 
my take is the Bennett grind is like the worst subgenre of trick Damn. out there. Like it, just, I don't know. In my opinion, just looks lame. Like it's like a uh, mix between a Smith grind and a Willie grind. Like I don't know. I just think it doesn't look cool. But that's just my opinion. I don't know. I mean, it's like no, no. I I will say that on ledges, it gets into pretty questionable territory pretty quick. And maybe it's just that dude. Maybe it is Matt Bennett who has like full reign over that trick down handrails maybe even a little sketch like maybe it's lanky dudes got to be doing it yeah i'm not giving carte blanche on ledge bennett grinds because it does on ledges it's it's bunk so i'm i'm, I'm right, halfway right. with you jason yeah, yeah 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 i guess ethan fowler wasn't available i don't know if they tried to contact him well yo was he ever on toy machine was he on toy machine like twice or just once like way in like 1992 or whatever i think it was just pre-stereo yeah, probably. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, and then he had a, a little stint on Foundation. Yeah, he was on Foundation, chair. right. Yeah, I kind of got confused there with the whole... Uh, yeah, rocker mode on Foundation. Yeah, he he killed it in that one Foundation video when he was, like, rocker mode. So what would you guys think of Chico's part? This Chico part, I think it was uh, kind of like a moment in skating because he, he kind of, like, gave a template for... You know how like, you know, aging, you know, world industries dudes like myself can just basically keep skating street until you die. When I was 30 or whatever, I went through this thing where like, well, I'm old. I should, you know, fucking just skate transition all the time. And I tried to learn transition and it was mad hard because I didn't grow up skating it. And I got, you know, hurt and shit. You get hurt skating transition way more than skating a street. Like everyone thinks it's the other way around. But uh, nah. I think I'd probably Smith grind a 10 stair handrail before I'd do a pivot to fakie on a mini ramp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, bargain, yeah <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, you can't force shit. It's like stripes on a tiger. Like, you know what I mean? If you're a street skater, just fucking be a street skater. I mean, yeah, this part was tight. It was mad inspirational. I thought I really didn't care about the, uh, like the old school, like eighties Powell Peralta board. That was cute, but I don't really care. But, yeah, it was tight, man. Just like as a uh, inspiration for or a template for how to, you know, keep skating street in your 40s and 50s, like pretty much until you physically can't. You know what I mean? Even if you have Al- Alzheimer's or dementia, you could probably still skate as long as you're physically able to. So, yeah, I was pretty psyched on it, bro. Yeah, I would imagine that if you have Alzheimer and you skate, <laughs> that skating would would produce some kind of a flow state where you would feel normal. I, I somehow agree with this strange hypothesis, yeah. Because it's all just muscle memory and flow. Like, you're not even thinking, so you would just, like, it'd be a way to be yourself for a, a few moments. Clear away the fog. My hypothesis, anyway. It would just see, you know what I mean? Just seeing Chico do, do like, a, you know, backside nolly heel flip on the bricks or whatever is, uh, it was pretty intense. It was, you know, kind of like a moment for old World Industries kids like myself. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely like a whole bunch of built-in nostalgia with Chico's part, as blatant as skating, you know, Justin Herman and all those old boards. But it's cool, like there was all that nostalgia, but it was also cool to see, like, you know, he looks his age, and, like he's not dressing too cool, he's not doing a lot of the things that some old, other older pros like kind of kind of look out of place doing. I don't know, like you can really tell when skaters have been skating and they might look a little older on board that's inevitable but like it's just dope when you can tell they've been skating and it's like appeasing the skate gods and 
Yeah, that was like Chico appeased the skate gods with that because he did a lot of callbacks. And yeah, it was just a satisfying part in a lot of ways because it was both looking back and looking forward, like inspirational for us aging, aging dudes. Yeah, I mean, like he's actually jumping on ledges. He's not doing any of those like roll on grinds or slides or whatever that, you know, all the kids into these days. So, yeah, he was actually legit street skating. So it was tight. Yeah, he was still being Chico, like doing his tricks, like nollie back heels and stuff. I think I would have liked it better without the gimmicky boards. Same. You know, like, yeah, same. I, just, yeah. I liked all the stuff of him just skating a regular board. Did he do a line at the three up, three down where he did a trick in the middle? Like yep. trick up the stairs, trick on flat, trick down the stairs? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like shit like that. Just pure skating um, without the, the old boards. It, it kind of like I've been following Chico on Instagram for a while and the part just felt like an extended Instagram edit. It didn't to right. me feel like elevated like I kind of wanted it to be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it didn't feel like, oh, he's been saving this shit. Like he's been putting leftovers on Instagram. It felt more like he decided to film for the video on Tuesday and film for Instagram on Wednesday. And it's just all kind of the same level. So in that respect, I was like, I hate to say disappointed, but um, I was hoping for a little bit more. But I just have, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a big Chico fan. Chico's awesome, both like as a skater and as a person. I was like lucky enough to film with him for a little bit when I worked, oh, worked at PBS. Let's so, hear a Chico story. I don't really have any good Chico stories. He was just like a super nice guy, like. nothing like too crazy i mean i'm not like i wasn't out partying with him or anything like that it was just like hey you want to skate and you'd be like yeah let's go meet up at this spot and let's film something he was like one of the few people that was like down to skate you know a lot of those dudes out of the whole dvs team yeah a lot of those dudes were pretty (laughs) tough to uh tough to nail down and get to film but wait was this like um the skate more yeah, this was like yeah, right before Skatemore. I, I think I uh, filmed a couple of tricks that were in Skatemore. So you were you were kind of ground floor of the Chico Sans, right? <laughs> I guess I the feel like reawakening, maybe, man. I think I, I was I, maybe I, I a little early. This whole theory out on Twitter, so I'm, I'm not going to get into it necessarily. But no, no, let's you kind of picked it up. It. I'm, I'm sure everybody who listens is not a Skate Twitter user. Oh, it's just it just seemed like you know he, he put out that Skatemore part and it was a pleasant surprise like oh it's chico but it's kind of like like more more tricks more and better tricks and then he's kind of been on it for the past 15 years which is rad so that's why i'm saying you're you're ground floor with that yeah i i think he just never there was never a um a lull it's just always been a constant yeah yeah it's like it, it's like with any it's like with anything there's like uh momentum is really important like if you keep skating and just don't stop skating, it's pretty easy. If you take, like, a year break, it's, like, especially if you're in your 40s, it's, like, what the fuck? Like, what, you know, how do I stand on this thing? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, Chico never took a break. He's always no, been skating. You can't, you can't take a break. But, I mean, like, to what you were saying before, Templeton, like, I don't think it's realistic to expect him to have stockpile, like, a shit, you know, a bunch of bangers or hammers or whatever for his part and film for instagram which is like his bread and butter you know what i mean especially since he's like you know 44 or 45 or whatever 
that, and I do that's think fair. That I don't think it's exclusive to to Chico or like a lot of pros for there to not be like you know Instagram is you know inferior to their video video output. I, I think there's you know it's apples and a different kind of apples as opposed to apples to oranges in in a lot of ways. You know, it seems like only no offense to anybody, but like only the really upper echelon pros are have a big difference between the two. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, you're probably right. I just I don't know. I I think a video part uh it's got to be something to it and may, maybe it's just that you know, Mark Suchu is set the bar really high for what a video part is and now i'm i'm thinking in that uh in that kind of way i'm wondering if there's like what other pros of the vintage we're talking about later 30s early 40s early mid 40s even like who's out there that that we really want to see apart from oh well plausible it's also got to be plausible that we get we get a part out of them oh well you know, obviously, uh, Gino, this is like the kind of part that everyone dreams that Gino would come out with, just like skating down the street type shit, but it'll never happen just because he is how he is. You know what I mean? He's not going to come out with some shit that he thinks isn't like, uh, up to par or on the same level as his own shit. So that's probably never going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about that a long time ago when we first fired the podcast up about how Gino's uh, tortured artist standards have been slipping. Oh, yeah. So uh, we may get that Gino pushing part after all. Yeah. I'd love to see more Rick Howard footage, more Mike Carroll footage. I think those are, those are the old heads I'd like to see more of. I feel like that, whatever that Bobby Puglio video clip that we talked about more recently feel like that showed that he could put out another video part i'd watch that i'd watch that a couple times oh yeah just like cellar doors and like weird spot shit and like yeah mellow bank to ledge you know conceptual shit that yeah that would be tight yeah because bobby pulio is about thoughtfulness and not as much about athleticism so he can uh get up there in the years and still be able to skate at the, at his level from uh old heads to young heads uh, late last week candyland hit the internet it's a san francisco based supreme video with the traditional supreme cast plus the gx 1000 crew and a bunch of cater footage jason what did you think of candyland yeah i just watched it for the second time and i was pretty psyched on it dude like i don't know maybe like i'm a philistine or i don't know anything about skate footage skate footage but I didn't think the filming was that bad. Like he didn't do any of that like weird like face to feet to face to feet shit from uh Bless or anything like that. I mean Oh man, he did plenty of that shit in Oh uh, yeah, oh, okay. in this, I thought. He's a, oh yeah, yeah, maybe I'm just yeah, you know, like I say I'm not like a skate video uh f- filmography. Maybe you're expert. just used to it. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm just fucking numb to it at this point, man, but uh yeah, it was sick. It was kind of like a like a mashup of like the Prime, I mean Prime via you know Strobeck and his filming and the and the GX aesthetics, so to speak. I mean, yeah, like it was it was tight that the Embarcadero was like a focal point. You know what I mean? Like that's what's tight about street skating. You know, in, in the city, just like the random people 
that you you know come across or whatever i mean Storbeck's always been about that whether like love park or the city or whatever because it's not a skate park you know what i mean you're gonna you're gonna come across people you know street people is that is that woke like what's the term for the people in the video like street people is that woke enough or what the fuck I don't know. Street people doesn't seem very woke. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, what's like the woke term for like the type of people that like he filmed at Marcadere, like city people? I don't know. Folks on the street. I don't. Yeah. Folks on the street. Yeah. Please, please don't cancel me. Anyway, yeah, the cater footage was amazing. He's totally the next like you know Jedi or whatever. Like I say this pretty much every week, but like he has like Guy Mariano like X Factor and um. Like, a, a tight thing about Strobeck's filming is, like, he's not, like, you know, if you watch a Zero video or whatever, it's just, like, boom, 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 trick, 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 trick. He takes the time to, like, capture the vibe. Like, when skaters, when Cater's getting ready to board slide that rail, you can feel, like, the anxiety and shit. Yeah. Same at the very end when that guy, I don't know who he is, some GX guy is getting ready to, like, ollie that gap and then bomb the hill. Like, you... The wind and shit, it's kind of like a vibe. You can kind of feel the uh, anxiety. So that's a tight thing about Jorbeck's filming. But, uh, yeah, I think, like, I'm not a huge fan of his filming, but it's super effective at, yeah, like, giving you that vibe and, like, it makes you feel it. And, um, yeah, so you got to respect it as much as it kind of... Uh, annoys me like especially for making gifts or something <laughs> which i don't really even do anymore yeah he, he really doesn't make it easy for the skateboarding gift king of the internet yeah i'll tell you <laughs> but it, it creates a vibe and you know it in service of the larger video it it works but i i watched it for for the second time on a on an actual tv and i felt like it, it took me a second to like acclimatized to the filming and like the sh- all the movement of the camera work you know at that scale i'm used to just watching on my computer so it was like kind of an assault on the senses yeah i haven't watched it on, on a television set i don't really watch skate is on a television set unless it's like a, a vx video on my old like tube tv i still have a cathode ray tube television set just for watching v- vx videos because they look so much better that's there. so sick it's yeah. it weighs like 700 pounds bro like I'll, i probably can never get it out of my room because it weighs like seven 800 pounds but why would you ever get rid of it no i would yeah, no i no like no why would i ever exactly it's like it that'll be your kid's problem when you're yeah exactly started off to the old yeah. folks home just yeah just taking it one day at a time but uh, who else? In this? Yeah, I thought that dude, Caleb, I think he's probably my favorite out of the whole camp. That whole fucking awesome ho- hockey camp. Because like, if it, if it's, he does power shit, he does tech shit. That Nolly Heel nose slide he did. Yeah, Nolly nose slide on that like, Marcadero. Funny thing, like, just from a cultural standpoint, like, like 90s, like, skate plaza culture was, like, you know, just full of, like, the way what people call it like toxic masculinity you know what i mean just like being harsh newcomers blah 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 like borderline fucking bullying and like now it's more like you know like inclusive and shit thought that was pretty just interesting from a cultural standpoint you know what i mean it's like girl skaters like trans skaters whatever i thought that was pretty interesting 
Yeah, I think it's rad that Supreme is is using their platform to, you know, give props to share strawberry. You know, like that's like a, a calculated move, and I think it's rad that they did that. Yeah, what was it? Skateism collected because I think Strobeck put share up on uh, Bill put share up on his Instagram, and you know they 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 collected the the comments, and I actually haven't dove into it, but you know the the cut line was it wasn't as bad as you'd think. I read that article. It was like, yeah, the comments were like overwhelmingly positive. It was just like, yeah, and I mean, it's it's that type of shit that just in, the inclusion in the, the hot cultural productions of the day. Like, you know, the more people, the more accepting us meathead skaters will be. You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's just kind of a real politique way that things actually happen. It's just the the more people see other people the more accepting they get so it's good on them yeah and it makes it acceptable for other trans folks who you know want to skate you know they see they have somebody to look up to and you know i think representation really matters in anything so like i'm i'm stoked to see share in there with the rest of them good to see your trademark backside heel in there as well wait can we talk about uh ben kadal for a second has he reached peak Ben Kadal or like was uh that Euro tour video like Pete Kadal when he had like the uh the sprockets outfit like all black with the sunglasses and shit. I don't know. I think there's still there's still uh <laughs> territory for him to explore. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Though like the tricks to nowhere uh, yeah, we, we might have to expand upon that. Like, he ollied into a bush, and that's all fine yeah. and good, but... He was, like, yeah, I, he was, like, so so angry. Like, t- the angriest face you could ever imagine, and he just ollied into a bush. Yeah, that seemed kind of odd to me. <laughs> but you've got the other guy, whose name I can't remember, who was on 917 at some point. Redheaded guy. Aiden. Oh, Aiden. Yeah, yeah Aiden, Aiden yeah. Mackey did his patented... Dirt hill bombs to slam. That's his claim to fame, the dirt ride to a slam. Funny how these dudes who are basically with like the coolest and one of the largest and one of the most richest brands have some kind of silly trademark shit that they do. Like all into the dirt, write it down. Like it I'd call it cheesy if it weren't just kind of so like I don't know. It's put out there at face value. It's like what these dudes do, and it's skateboarding. So you can't quite call it cheesy. It's actually maybe a maybe I'll go flip side, and it's, it's a breath of fresh air to see that kind of out and out goofiness in what is sometimes like a way to. I mean, especially when you get like the kids lining up to buy the gear, like shit that's way too self serious. But uh, yeah, you were saying Templeton. Oh, I was just gonna say he's got a mean fakey manual. Oh, yeah. That's super fucking hard. <laughs> and he's got that on lock. It's always impressive. I'd rather see that than the, the Dirt Hill Bomb. You know, I will I will say one of the, the cooler tricks in that video, just because like it, it's not innovative, but it is in context, was Aiden's what half-cab manual down the three at Embarco, and then backside 180, fakie manual, and then we'll shove it out on flat. Like I, I wanted to see that in real time. I don't know. That just that hit me as unexpected. That yeah, was that, cool. That was almost kind of like a uh, like useless wind toys era mm-hmm. type trick or some shit. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that's a trick that if you told me about it, I'd be like, mm, 
that's that's a little suspect but yeah it looked super sick and yeah i'd like to see what it looks like in regular motion you know it does it still hold up or you know maybe it looks sloppy but you know the skillful editing of bill strobeck certainly made it a, a memorable trick but i'm not a fan of going down to manual no i mean either i'm not i'm not a fan of manuals out of ledge tricks either Oh yeah, not like like I don't care. Sure. I think I'm open, but I'm generally in agreement with both of y'all. Like the 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 Aiden Mackies make the uh, exceptions. Yeah, he actually did one of those fakie manuals down a two stair and then down half a block. Oh yeah, that was in uh blessed, I think. No, no, in uh, right. Candyland. Oh shit! All right, yeah, down a block. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because we're on manuals, Chico had that uh, Black Rock manual as well. Sorts of that was so tight, yeah. To the end where he was just pushing, that was pretty tight. That was a, that was a tight way to end the part. Oh yeah, I mean, you guys know my uh, philosophy on long manuals. <laughs> not not a fan. <laughs> not even a downhiller, huh? No, I'd rather just see bomb a hill with all four wheels down. <laughs> I respect that. Wait, but yeah, we didn't even talk about that um, switch inward heel down that set. Yeah, I was or, just thinking we haven't talked about Tyshawn at all. Yeah, we're Tyshawn. We're landing uh, like eight feet past the uh, end of the set. That was crazy. I mean, like quarter seconds did the whole thing about it, but that was pretty nuts. Definitely going to be uh, out there practicing the old switch inward heels this weekend. Don't think I've done one since like 1994, but... Uh, Gotta stay on trend, I guess. So, you know, I try to throw one out there, I guess. Yeah, definitely had me throwing some inward heels over the weekend. <laughs> Unsuccessful, but it had me thinking about them. Yeah, you know, shout out, shout out the homie Lucas uh, Wiesenthal, who did a double inward heel in a video, some Montreal video. I don't know. He could probably tell you, but yeah, he's that's his that's his go to trick, the old uh, inward heel. Sick. Regular or not switch, but yeah, shout out that guy. Yeah, shouts to Lucas. You know, it did it did surface on Twitter shortly before we started <laughs> recording that Cody McIntyre had actually switch inward heel flipped pretty well that same San Francisco set in uh, a Thrasher video part of his. I don't I don't know which one it was, but uh, I think I, I think I made the analogy. Yes, you can you can put it in the show notes. It was like Jason Maxwell. Skating to that Los Angeles <laughs> song by Frank Black to like Costin skating yeah, to like years later. Yeah, like, like it doesn't matter. Like, man, what, what it was it some think video? Some like what like I think or something? One of those like early two thousands think videos. It it looked a little later, so maybe it was like a blind video. Which my, you know, it, again, we're not really moving the needle. Yo, was it in the digital part in which he not only big spin healed Carl's bad? Good grief. That, that was a hell of a part. He kicked that Nolly Nolly uh, big spin heel like he was fucking I don't know. Yeah, like, Cody Mack is kind of criminally underrated. <laughs> like Yeah. Like you're gonna get yeah, Nolly Big Spin Heel and Carlsbad is fucking insane. Like he's kind of underrated. Like he has a corny image, like like the toothpick and everything. You know what I mean? When he was in the street league, but 
Yeah, just based on like the shit he did, he's pre- uh, pretty underrated. Like he like fucking karate kicked that Nolly Bigsman heel. <laughs> yeah, I I interviewed that dude for the skateboard mag twelve years ago. You know, some ridiculously long time ago. And honestly, like anytime those am interviews, like the guys were baseline decently cooperative. Like they're okay in my book and. That dude was helpful as hell. So yeah, getting getting kind of a raw deal between the skate skill and probably being a a nice dude. Yeah, is he still on blind? He might still be on blind if blind's still around. I think so. Is blind even still around? Man, fuck. They're probably selling yeah, they a little boards. All I've seen is like the madness ads in a uh, Thrasher. Oof. So. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never watch a madness clip. Madness, we're cr- like we're crazy. Like like oh, we just skate transition. Like we're crazy. We're insane. <laughs> Fucking madness. Like this is awesome. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. You know, what, you, bro. You don't know what madness is. The fucking. It's a, uh, it's a um, <laughs> dwindle company that's all skate park dudes. Dang. All skate park company. Dang. Seventh seal been opened. <laughs> know what I'm getting into tonight. Dang, that is madness. Like, not like, not yeah, trademark like, madness. Like, who is even on the team? I couldn't name one dude on the team. Like, uh, fuck, man, I don't know. Just some good, some dudes who are really good at skating, like, big-ass bowls and shit, I guess. It's not really my thing, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I mean, it's chock full of dudes who'd rather do a pivot to fakie than a Smith grind on a 10-stair handrail. Hey, man, I'm one of those dudes. Don't don't get me wrong here. <laughs> I I think lots of people are that dude. <laughs> pivot to fakie is not that hard. I just can't do it. It's, it's like heel-toe. Like heel I mean, toe-heel. I'm just scared of going backwards. That's just, That's my own problem. I don't need Have to burden you, you guys. Have you smith a 10-stair? Like, this is what I'm trying to figure out. No, I've never smith-grinded a 10-stair, and I've never done a pivot to fakie yeah. on a transition ramp. I've done it on some, like, banks. Okay, but, but yeah, it all it all comes down to this. You're going for the handrail. <laughs> totally. Totally. Like, maybe, uh, you could, like, maybe you could, like, split the difference and do, like, a uh, like a backside 5-0 to fakie on a handrail. Would it be salad grind fakie? Five star Something rail? like that. Yeah. <laughs> Split the difference to like a... Uh, yeah, sal- salad grind 180 out the hard way or whatever. I don't know. It would be like the handrail version of the pivot fakie. That sounds pretty fucking hard. Yeah, I mean, to me, like a smith grind on handrail is not that hard. You know, like I, I've smith grinded plenty of like five or six stair handrails so taking it up a notch wouldn't be as hard as riding backwards down yeah, like once once you like jump on it and lock in like what's the fucking difference like six stairs or 16 stairs you know what i mean like yeah i mean really it's just the like bail factor you know are you gonna bail onto some stairs or can you like just hop out to the flat you're definitely not talking like a 40 year old tonight <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I, I still got my eye on some handrails around town I'm well you know it's like it's, with me. 
Wait, you wait. You have to hit the um fucking that gap to rail that Sushi did. <laughs> Fuck you that. Got, I mean that that's got like any, our got for that or no. That's no. our go to spot. <laughs> just for like the ledges and the smooth ground but that yeah that gap to handrail is fucking pretty nuts but Sibo just switch flipped that uh, double set pretty recently Sibo Walker oh that dude man we've gotten way off the uh, Supreme <laughs> uh, Candyland conversation here but bringing yeah, it back to Candyland um, and Tyshawn I feel like Tyshawn didn't have as much footage as I would have expected. It was, it was focused more on, um, yeah, like the GX dudes and Cater and stuff. Yeah, like he had, um, I think he just had like that 360 flip and the now famous switch inward heel. That's funny, but that's cool. You know what I mean? Like it's cool to focus on those other dudes. Yeah, he also switch ollied up those stairs at EMB. Six stair, seven stair? Six stair? Tall six stair? Tall six, yeah. Impressive. Like that. Yeah, someone pointed out that he looked like strange skating the hills. And I guess I didn't I didn't scrutinize it that much. It was it was Twitter chatter to be sure, but maybe maybe he's um more suited for those great wide open expanses and trash cans out east. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you, you don't really see. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there was any Tyshawn hill bombing footage. Yeah, I mean, not like he has to do that. Could see Kevin Bradley do some good hill bombing, but he wasn't really in that video either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he had like one trick. Yeah. All yeah, right. He had that like. He did that like almost like melon method grab over that bump to bar. I think it's in the Bronx, maybe kind of downhill that was in cherry i think and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm i'm giving him like hill bombing props hill bombing skills based off that one trick he seems yeah he's, he's seems like you could handle some shit devil may care attitude that you kind of need for bombing hills what do, what do we think about there's been a lot of hill bombing in the past couple of years in uh you know some of the better videos that have come out have we seen enough do we need more do we need something new out of it? Like, it takes up a lot of time. That is, that's the the most basic form of my argument. It's like you're still rolling. Yeah, like the like the whole like do a ledge trick then bomb a hill for like thirty seconds or something. Exactly. Yeah. So you reach that. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I'd rather see like a good line, like line with like whatever two flat ground tricks and like a ledge trick but you know that that's just me i guess people seem to like the gx video which was like all that was so i'm gonna go against type and say i i kind of like the hill bomb because it there's always a chance that it's not going to work out you know it's like they're doing a trick the whole time because they might get to the bottom and eat shit which is still a satisfying conclusion yeah true but you're just kind of always on the edge of your seat. And like, I think, uh, is it Eddie Cernicky? He did that Ollie. It was like a bump to like curb cut to curb cut Ollie and then bomb a hill. And there were yeah. like pedestrians. Yeah, at the very end. The crosswalk and like, it almost looked like somebody tried to grab him. Yeah. yeah what was that? That was crazy. Yeah, the very, yeah, was that the, like the very last trick when the police him was like, oh, what was that? Blah, 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 blah. Like, and he was still going. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, that's that guy. Oh, that guy's on crooked or whatever. Okay, all right. Yeah, exactly. No, no, that guy. It's hard to tell these dudes apart when they're all like hoodie, like with a beanie and some like bad facial hair or whatever. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to tell them apart. But yeah, I mean, was sick. now's that's... not the time to get into a discussion about uh, <laughs> titles about and videos, pers- like personal branding and like titles, like. That's the weirdest thing about skating in America. Like people try to like stop you when they have absolutely nothing at stake. Like you're skating some like office building. And you're like, hey, what you know? What the fuck are you doing? Get out of here! Like, what? Are you trying? Are you gonna like make a citizen's arrest? You know what I mean? Yeah, if much less a-, a dude going 25 miles an hour down yeah. the hill. Like, yeah, oh, I'm like, gonna. <laughs> he could get hurt. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're, yeah, like, what do you? If you're going to try to make a citizen's arrest, then make a fucking citizen's arrest, whatever that entails, you know? Yeah, pretty silly stuff. Whereas in Europe, it's just like, uh, whatever. Like, MACBA, you know, they were acted like actual civilized human beings and, like, reached an agreement, like, uh, you know, don't skate from 10 to 7, blah, 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 clean up your trash, blah, 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 you can skate here. You know what I mean? It's, like, fucking stupid. Don't get me started. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> skating in, in the USA. Yeah, I'd love to see more agreements like that across the world because it seems just like a win win for everybody. If yeah, it's a win like, is just getting used more yeah. by more people. Yeah, in America, it's like public space is, isn't is really public. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, those, a lot of like public private uh, spaces. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, now we're getting into like Ocean Howl territory. Like, ask him; he's like the, the <laughs> of this topic. Shout out Ocean Howl, fucking legend for sure. Well, before this uh, conversation gets any more off the rails, how about we move on to what we're stoked on this week? Uh, Mike, what are you stoked on? Ooh, I'm stoked on uh, the Mostly Skateboarding podcast. Got a little shout out from the Nut Daily News. The uh, how should we describe that? instagram page they're also on twitter but it's mostly instagram based like it's uh, like it's like the onion but for skating i think that yeah that's that's <laughs> a that's a good shorthand yeah they uh they talked about they had one of their 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 fictitious pieces about you know some dork at the skate park with earbuds <laughs> in standing in front of the stairs but in this story he or she was listening to you know, the plethora of skateboard podcasts that are out there, including mostly skateboarding, Vent City, The Bunt, who else? No Mongo. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Uh, I, I, I did feel like uh, the mystery writer, W-R-I-T-E-R, the mystery writer of the Nut Daily News was uh, perhaps just fresh off listening to our last episode because, you know, I felt I, I, I totally felt targeted in there. You know, not being able to remember skaters from the mid two thousands name. So, uh, shout out the Nut Daily News. Stoked to be mentioned there. Um, I have a theory that guy's from Chicagoland area, but uh, that's for another time. Yes. What you stoked on, Jason? Oh man, I'm stoked on lots of stuff this week. Uh, well, first of all, there's a little. Uh, Hard Goods Company out of San Francisco, California, called Venture Trucks. By the way, not a hundred percent sure, but I think Cater was wearing a Venture shirt at some point in uh, the Supreme vid. So I don't know what that means, but you know what I mean. Take it for what it is. So that that was pretty tight. Also stoked on the Women's Battle of the Barracks. 
just because like I've been psyched on the format for the beginning. And I mean, pretty much if you put like any two skaters in that format, it's going to be entertaining no matter how good or bad they are. Plus, like it, with the real battle of the bears, you know, they're they're just going to rifle off those six or seven basic tricks at the beginning and try to have like a gentleman's match or whatever. So it's a little more unpredictable. It was pretty tight. I don't know. I have a lot of like mid tens nostalgia for battle of the bears anyway. So pretty psyched on that. Also uh, psyched on the national basketball association. There was a free preview of league pass league pass is this thing where you pay like $200 a year and you can see every NBA game. Like on every team the whole season. Last night I was watching the Knicks game, tripping out on it. It was sick. Tonight, Mike, I don't know if you saw us on Twitter. Your Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. You saw this? They got in a little uh scuffle with the Philadelphia 76ers. Long story yep. short, Joel and B got ejected. Carl Anthony Towns got ejected, but before he got ejected, Ben Simmons had him in a headlock on the floor, and Carl Anthony Towns was literally Tapping the floor, like tapping out. It was crazy. I've seen a, dozens of NBA fights, never seen anyone literally tap out. So, yo, NBA action is fantastic. There's always some crazy shit every night. So, pretty psyched on that. Check sorry the about, show notes for a, for a clip. I'm going to track that down. Yeah, sorry about Carlin Hit Towns. That was pretty harsh, but whatever. Yeah, it'll, you know, for, for his bad, <laughs> ended up getting blown out. Like, at, at least there was a scuffle. Okay, well, so yeah, that's just going on the going on the NBA tonight. Templeton, what are you stoked on this week? I am stoked on the Mogul podcast. It's a podcast about like hip hop history. Their most recent season is about uh, Two Live Crew and like the founding and uh, all that shit. It's pretty interesting. And um, more specifically, uh, season two, part six. It's about. Um, this drug dealer turned pirate radio DJ in Miami. And uh, it's just like an interview with this guy, uh, DJ raw, I think is his name. And the guy has a great voice and the story is insane. It should be turned into a movie. So yeah, check out the mogul podcast season two, part six. It's great. Just as a standalone episode. So that's what I'm stoked on. That's it for our show this week, but we're always online. Uh, Jason, where can the people find you? On the Instagram at Frozen Carbonite, on the Twitter at Carbonite1994. By the way, DM me to play Call of Duty. Just DM me your Activision ID. I'm fucking trying to get into Call of Duty. So if you DM me, I'll probably fucking play or whatever. And writing stuff for quartersnacks.com. Sick. Can't wait for your next piece. Uh, Mike, where can the people find you? Ooh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at mmunzenrider. Uh, where you at, Templeton? I am on Twitter at Mostly Skate and on Instagram at Mostly Skateboarding. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Later. Good night. Good night.